0: Hey guys and welcome to the Game Ball Podcast with your host Matt Monti. I hope everyone had a very merry Christmas, you know, Christmas is a great holiday, I know I had a pretty good one, and thank you guys for listening to, I guess, the Christmas special episode of the Game Ball Podcast. For today's episode, we'll be talking about something that's honestly better than Christmas, bowl games. So yeah, 24 bowl games coming up between this podcast and the next one that we're dropping, January 2nd. So I'll be, I'll be giving my picks and who I think is going to be winning, not off, the, not off the lines, but just picking who I think is going to win the games. And then to finish off the show, we have four-star recruit who just signed with the University of Georgia, Nazir Stackhouse, joining the podcast. Uh, it's a great interview, and I hope you guys are looking forward to it. If you love college football just as much as I do, it's going to be one great episode for you guys. So let's get to it. The first bowl game that we have coming up is Miami-Louisiana Tech. I have miami beating louisiana tech you know although they have not announced who their starting quarterback is going to be yet i still believe that miami will win the game just because at the end of the day they're a power five team um they have uh jaron williams who's been pre- doing pretty well this year they have uh nicozy perry who's also doing well and who knows i even to start tate Martel. i don't know but they have they have some solid quarterback play and i just think they're going to be able to beat louisiana tech um very easily because at the end of the day louisiana tech you know they are they're not a power five team and the quality teams that they have played that weren't necessarily power five teams or even the one that they did they lost to they lost to texas 45-14 they lost to uab 20-14 they lost to marshall 31-10 those three teams specifically the marshall and uab teams those are good those are quality teams and they they weren't able to beat them they were able to beat up you know poor teams like bowling green and such but they weren't able to beat the quality teams that they should have beaten and then you got miami who's had some close losses throughout the year to virginia tech georgia tech north carolina you know fiu they they lost to duke they're a quality team they have talent they might not have all the victories they should but they're more than capable of beating louisiana tech um and remember guys remember I'm two zero currently on this pick 'em. I had Hawaii beating BYU, and which they did. And I picked UCF to beat Marshall, and guess who won? UCF. So I am pretty good at this. So make sure to listen. You guys will be. You guys will know who will who'll be winning each and every game. Uh, the next game coming up is Pittsburgh against Eastern Michigan. Again, I got Pittsburgh winning this. You know, uh, Eastern Michigan and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a Power Five team for a reason. Eastern Michigan is not. Pittsburgh is just—they have the stars, they have the power to win, they have the players to beat Eastern Michigan, and they—they—they they, <clears throat> they beat some quality teams. They—they they beat UCF, who was good when they played them. They beat Syracuse. They beat North Carolina. They beat quality teams. Eastern Michigan, not so much. They barely got in. their six and six. They—the only teams two of their two of their six wins are against. Okay, listen to this. Listen to the wins they have. Northern Illinois. All right. Okay. Western Michigan. Oh, Riley matchup. Okay. Illinois, okay, power five team. Coastal Carolina, Central, Connecticut, State, and Akron. Those are some really crappy teams. So, Eastern Michigan, guys, don't think they're going to be able to beat Pittsburgh. And I have Pittsburgh winning the quick and lane bowl. Uh, The next game, so you got coming up North Carolina, Temple. I'm going North Carolina in this game. I think North Carolina's going to end up beating Temple. Uh, They have Sam Howe, who's doing a heck of a job. Temple has some quality players. They have some quality wins. They're a quality program, but North Carolina. With the return of Mac Brown, uh, with everything going on, beating North Carolina State, beating Duke, beating the rivals, uh, they're going to go on and they're going to beat Temple. The next game we got coming up: Michigan State, Wake Forest. Let's go, Michigan State! Let's go, Michigan State! I know I'm a Michigan fan, but yo, we got we got our boy Josh Butler on for an interview. You know, I got a reach here for Michigan State, but I have Michigan State beating Wake Forest. Wake Forest has not looked good since our star wide receiver went down. That's part of the reason why they were terrible and they lost the game before they played Clemson. That's why they lost to Clemson. They just don't have any. They don't have the star power anymore after that. Wide, their wide receiver went down. Um, and he, he was doing really well. They're not going to be able to have the firepower to beat Michigan State. I know Michigan State six and six, but again, they're a quality team, quality head coach, uh, just a great ran program, greatly a, a great program that's ran up in Michigan State. And they're going to go on. They're going to beat Wake Forest. The next up, Oklahoma State, Texas A and want to talk a little bit on this game, uh, Oklahoma State, Texas A and M. So Oklahoma State, they're ranked number twenty five in the in the country currently. Texas A and M's unranked. Oklahoma State's eight A&M and four. A and seven and five. Uh, most people are picking honestly the line the lines in favor of texas a&m by six and a half but i'm going AM and by 65 but i am going AM. I think that they're going to be able to beat oklahoma state i'm not one of those people saying well oklahoma state's ranked you know they're going to beat AM. it's going to be easy well i think it's going to be texas a&m for a number of reasons first of all it's the texas bowl it's being played in texas they're going to have a lot of fan support out there um, next up you know kellen Maud. he's a great quarterback you know, Texas A&M has not been able to have the season they wanted to, the season that many people thought they were going to have. But you can't blame it on their their play. I mean, they beat, they played Clemson, they played Auburn, they played Alabama, they played Georgia and LSU. Those are their five losses. All five of those teams were ranked in the top ten, or at least when they played. Like Alabama, for example, they had two when they played them. Auburn was kind of starting off kind of hot when they played them. They're quality teams, and, you know, again, A&M hasn't been able to beat them but I do believe that Texas A&M will be able to go, and they're going to win this game. They're going to win their bowl game. They have a great quarterback or head coach Jimbo Fisher. You know their players are good. They have quality players on their team. Uh, you know whether it's Kellen Mott or Isaiah Spiller at wide receiver, um, or Kenny Rogers at wide. Yeah, Kenny Rogers at wide receiver, and I mean. Isaiah Spiller, running back. Those they're they're quality players. They're gonna beat Oklahoma State. I know many people think Oklahoma State's they're gonna they're gonna go. They're gonna do well. They have um, Chuba Hubbard, who honestly was probably the nation's best running back uh, in the league or in the in college football. But I just don't think they're gonna have the the players to be able to win. Spencer Sanders is still a good quarterback. But at the end of the day, A&M, they are playing the SEC. A&M has a great defense. Oklahoma State has played in the Big 12. They struggle against Big 12 defenses. And I know the whole thing about, oh, Big 12, defense, whatever. It's what, not. It's a myth. Don't worry about it. But I don't think it is. I think Oklahoma State's going to go. They're going to play Texas A&M. And they're going to get stopped. Their offense is not going to be that productive against Texas A&M. So I have Texas A&M going and beating Oklahoma State. The next game is Southern Cal, Iowa. Uh, I want to speak a little bit, th- sp- a little bit on this game. Many people have Iowa winning this game. You know, they're saying Southern Cal. You know, they're they're kind of a washed up program. They're not doing as hot this year. They're not doing well this year. Well, look. You know, Southern Cal. They're ranked number 22 in the nation for a reason. Again, I know I'll go keep going back to the rankings, but they have quality players. You know, Slovis, great quarterback. Kenton Slovis is a, a phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback. Um, he's been doing really well for them, and you know. They have great wide receivers with uh, Michael Pittman Jr. And uh, Trayvon or and Vons Tray, and Amoron and, and, and Ross St. Brown. These are great wide receivers. Uh, Tyler Vaughn's my fault. I don't know. I just having like a little mental breakdown right there. I don't know what was happening with me when I was saying what was coming out of my mouth. But they have they have great players. They have a great offense. And I know was known for their defense. But I don't think they're going to be able to stop Southern Cal's offense. And Iowa, I don't think their offense with led by, you know, nate stanley's gonna do much against southern Cal. i think southern cal is gonna be able to be putting up you know good sets and i feel like also clay Helton, knowing that he has his job secured knowing that he's gonna be there for a while he's not gonna be playing like a madman i feel like he's gonna be a better he's gonna coach better he's gonna be a better head coach and help run this program a lot better and start putting him in the right direction so i have southern Cal winning this game against iowa next game air force versus washington state I got I got Washington State winning. Air Force is favored. I don't care. Washington State with their high powered offense, their just vertical threat offense with um their quarterback. Remember their quarterback. Anthony Gordon, phenomenal quarterback, led the league, led the Led catchable and the most passing yards. He is a phenomenal water se- or writers, se- no, phenomenal quarterback. And I believe that Washington State they're going to go and they're going to destroy Air Force. They're going to take down Air Force and they're going to win the game because of high-powered offense. I don't think Air Force is going to has, has seen anything like this, and they're never going to see something like this again. With Washington State, I think Washington State is going to go. They're going to win this game. And Anthony Gordon, of course, being a senior, he's going to want to go out, win this game as well. Notre Dame, Iowa State. I got Notre Dame win this game. I don't care what people say. Iowa State, oh, they're, they're 7-5 to for a reason, all right? Notre Dame, they're 10-2, despite, you know, again, they haven't looked great this year. I'm not a Notre Dame believer, but they're still a quality program. Ian Book's still a quality quarterback. They're going to go. They're going to be Iowa State. Next game, Memphis versus Penn State. Memphis or Penn State? People are favoring Penn State by so many points. I'm going Memphis in this game. I'm going Memphis. I think that their quarterback, Brady Wright, uh, it's going to be... It's just he's a great quarterback. They have a great offense. Their offense looks unstoppable. Again, this is what my whole my whole theory behind everything, right? With bowl games, you teams see teams that they have never seen before. They see schemes that they never seen before. You know, Memphis is going to be playing Penn State. Penn State's not going to see a high powered offense like Memphis has. Penn State plays in the Big Ten. Michigan, you know, ground and pound offense. Wisconsin, ground and pound offense. You know. Iowa, Nebraska, ground and pound office, Ohio State, yes, they're a little bit different, but they still run the ball phenomenally. They're so good at running the ball. Um, so I think Memphis, when they go and they see Memphis and see how great of an offense they are, it's going to kind of catch them by surprise. Now, I don't know if Mike Norvell's coaching this game or not. I feel like he's not now that he's the coach of Florida State. But if he is, that's even more reason to go pick Memphis. I think Memphis is just going to go in, and they're going to go, and they're going to beat Penn State, and they're going to prove the doubters wrong. I mean, Memphis has quality wins. They beat Cincinnati twice. Those are great wins right there. they beat, you know, teams like Navy, quality team. They beat SMU, quality team at the time. They've really quality teams. They lost the temple by two points. Two points. That's oh oh well. Penn State. Penn State has just... They only have... Look, they have two losses. One to Minnesota and one to Ohio State. But they're just not going to be prepared to play this type of offense against Memphis. And they're not going to be able to go and try to stop it. They've never seen, like I said, an, offense, an offensive firepower like this. So I don't think they're going to be able to beat Memphis. So I got Memphis beating Penn State. Oklahoma, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State. I'll be talk to those, talking about those last. I mean, hey, it's a college football playoff week. Of course, you got to save them for the last. Um, Western Kentucky, Western Michigan. I'm going Western Kentucky. Like I said, I'm not going to be speaking on all the teams and why I think they're going to win, but I just I feel like Western Kentucky is going to go. They're going to beat Western Michigan. Next up, California, Illinois. I got Illinois win this game. California seven five, Illinois sixty six. Illinois has looked really good. You know, Lovey Smith is really done, kind of turning around this whole program after after that really close uh, win against Michigan and then they went on and beat Wisconsin they've been looking really good and I think this is just another game that Illinois can go and start rebuilding the program Going to have you know, when their first bowl victories in a while, being seven and six, having a winning record. Next up, you got Mississippi State, Louisville. So I have Louisville going out and winning this game. You know, Mississippi State shouldn't even be in a bowl game. They're only in the bowl game because their water, the water almost pretended to piss himself, and when you pretend to do that, you kind of get flags, and they end up losing the game. They lost the Egg Bowl, 21 to 20. So Mississippi State is in the bowl game because of it. But I have Louisville going out and winning this game. They're a quality program. They they hung in there against Notre Dame. They almost they should have beaten Florida State. They they should have beaten Miami. I don't know how they got blown out. They got they got smacked by Clemson. They got smacked by Kentucky. But the only way to beat Louisville in my opinion, after seeing those those teams that they lost to, was by having a a, a run first quarterback, a, a good a, a a team that is really good at running the ball. Mississippi State is not that type of team. They're not phenomenal at running the ball. So I think Louisville is going to go and they're going to go on. They're going to beat this game and I think they're going to beat Mississippi State. Next game up, we got Florida versus Virginia Tech. I got Florida all over this game. They're a quality program. You know, they they've been one or two steps away from almost making the playoffs. They're a really great program. I don't know why they have them playing Virginia. I think that this is just a terrible matchup. I think Virginia is going to get throttled. Bryce Perkins is going to do. It's not going to be able to do anything against this Florida's defense. And Florida's just they're a great program, they're they're just going to go on and they're going to beat. Um, Virginia and Dan Mullins is going to win another bowl game. And hey, you never know; they might be competitive in the College Football Playoffs next year. Next, uh, Virginia Tech, Kentucky. I got Virginia Tech beating Kentucky. I think they're going to be able to stop this, this run-first offense uh, uh, ran by Lynn Bowden. They were able to do it. They were almost able to do it against Bryce Perkins. And Bryce Perkins in Virginia, in my opinion, is a better version of Kentucky. So if they're almost able to beat, you know, Virginia. They're going to be able to beat Kentucky. Florida State Arizona State I think Arizona State's gonna win this game they after beating they're just a great program You know Pac-12 is a very wacky team really wacky conference But I believe that Arizona State and Herm Edwards and uh, you know Jaden McDaniels is going to go on and be able to beat Florida State with their zero quarterback play that they have over there Navy Kansas State I got Navy winning this game with they're just With their crazy this weird offense that they have of running the ball with their quarterback Malcolm Perry, I think they're gonna go on and they're gonna beat this old-fashioned Kansas State team um, Utah, Texas don't know why they pinned these two teams together probably the worst matchup. I've seen in a while Utah and Texas Utah's Oh, you know, had a 10-2 record winning the Pac-12 conference championship game, you know, they, they lost that game um, But they have Utah against Texas doesn't make sense to me at all I think Texas is gonna lose in this game by a lot. They're 7-5. They are not back. Sorry, Sam Ellinger. Bye-bye. Go. You're not good. You know, Utah's just gonna be able to go Zach Moss, Brett, and then Hunley the quarterback They're gonna go on they're gonna be able to destroy Texas. It's not I don't even know why this is a question Utah's gonna blow out Texas next up Michigan Alabama I want to have my boys uh, go blue Michigan win the game, but they're not going to they're not gonna win the game That's not gonna happen. Alabama's Jerry Judy coming back. Mac Jones is still a phenomenal quarterback. Nick Saban's still a great head coach They're gonna go on the end of the world is not here Michigan State's gonna, Michigan's gonna get blown out by Alabama. Alabama's gonna smack them with all their offense. Michigan's not gonna know what to do. Honestly, Alabama's offense is probably better than Ohio State's, but that's a story for another day. And also, we saw what happened to Michigan when they played Ohio State. Minnesota, Auburn. Um, I got I got Auburn beating Minnesota. Minnesota's row the boat, rowed da- gently down the stream, merrily, 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 G- gently down the stream. Oh no, there's a waterfall. We're going to crash and burn. That's what's going to happen in Minnesota when they play Auburn. Auburn and Bo Nix, they're, they're going to go. I know they're a young team, but they have their defense is so good. Their defensive line is so good with Derrick Brown and uh, Nick Coe. They're going to go. They're going to beat Minnesota. Minnesota's not going to stand a chance against this team. You know, everyone's hyping up my boy um, Tanner Morgan, but he's, he's, just, he's, he's a basic quarterback. Minnesota's a basic team. They're a good program. They're a good team, but they lost... They lost the only games that, are, that they play against good teams they lost. They beat Penn State. Congratulations. To them. But they lost to Iowa. They beat Wisconsin. They couldn't win when it matters. So I think Auburn's going to go on. They're going to win this game. Bo Nix, he's a young guy. He's going to be like, I got, I got to prove myself. I got to prove myself. He's going to go out. He's going to do well. Uh, they're going to do well for the run game with Whitlow. Their, their offense is going to go off. Their defense is going to shut down Minnesota. And... Not allowed them to have a chance. Oregon, Wisconsin. I got Oregon win this game. I got them winning in the Rose Bowl. Many people might be surprised by this. They're like, well, Wisconsin got Jonathan Taylor. They're a great team. Oregon, they're playing in California. It's practically almost a home game for Oregon. Oregon has Justin Herbert. He's He wants to go high in the draft. I'm assuming he wants to be a high-picked player in the draft. So you know how you get, how you become a high-picked player in the draft? How about you go on, you win the Rose Bowl, you beat Wisconsin. You show sure that you can beat a Big Ten defense. Oregon and their offense is going to be able to power through and get... This destroy Wisconsin's defense, you know, CJ Verdell, you know, Justin Herbert on the offensive of the ball Their defense is gonna be going off and they're just gonna go on Oregon is back and they're gonna beat Wisconsin They're gonna win the Rose Bowl. I don't know who the hell who the hell the quarterback's gonna be next year but it's gonna help set them up for even more success next year to go on and be a you know, a, a quality team pushing for a playoff spot you know like they were this year but maybe even better you know with all these recruits coming in but oregon's going to go on they're gonna beat wisconsin i think their defense is gonna shut down jonathan taylor i don't think he's gonna stand a chance against this hype this defense and i think oregon's offense it, it honestly just comes down to whose offense will be able to, who's gonna win the battles in oregon's offense and wisconsin's defense and i got oregon's offense be able to break through you know wisconsin's defense can hold on but only for so long and when the offense is not gonna be going for wisconsin it's not going to because oregon's a smart program they're gonna stop Jonathan Taylor and they're gonna be able to choke away Wisconsin and win the game. And I think it's gonna be close, maybe for the first quarter, but I honestly believe that Wisconsin's gonna lose by a lot. Next game, Georgia Baylor. Let's go, dogs. Let's go, dogs, baby. Woop woop. Let's go, Georgia. This is for you, my boy, and Azir Stackhouse. They're gonna show you why you should be going to you should be going to Georgia. That's why you signed with Georgia. They're gonna go, they're gonna beat Baylor. Yes, Georgia has Andrew Thomas out. Uh he's sitting out the game. Everybody else is there. Jake Fromm, you know, we have to, you gotta have some confidence in him. I, although I'm not fully confident, I think that he will be able to do well. He's gonna go on, he's gonna win the game. They still have great wide receivers. They still have DeAndre Swift in the backfield. Their offense is gonna be going off. And you and they might be saying, well, what's happening Baylor's offense? They're gonna do well. No, Baylor's offense is not gonna be doing that well. I'm pretty sure they're starting Brewer and at quarterback. And if we're being honest, their quarterback for Baylor is just, he's very human like. He's not, he's nothing crazy good. He's nothing wild. I, you know, um, when you look at Charlie Brewer and what he's been able to do You you know, he's been able to put up uh, He's been able to put up big numbers against the Stephen F. Austin's of the world the right the UTSA's of the world The TCU's of the world in Texas of the world, but no one good, you know when they played Oklahoma They lost 34 31 and Charlie Brewer. He had a he had a good game, but he, he didn't do that Well, he literally only had 194 passing yards and two touchdowns passing He had two rushing touchdowns for 65 yards but he, you know he's not he's he, he's not crazy talented he's not some you know extremely good quarterback that we've never seen before and then we went in and when they played Oklahoma he didn't the second time he was obviously injured he didn't play that much but oh, Baylor's offense is just not very good um you can tell that maybe maybe this uh Jacob Zeno guys might be special but then again he was only had six passes two of them completed two of them were good but still you know, one of them was a good pass. The other one was just the wide receiver made him look good because he was fast. But look, if we're being honest, Baylor does not have this known Big 12 offense, and Georgia's defense is just going to shut down Baylor's offense. They're gonna, they have one of the best defenses in the game, uh, definitely a top three defense. They have one of the best rushing defenses. So it's going to be hard for Baylor to use their, their uh, user quarterbacks for a rushing uh, plan. And just use your running backs at all. I think that Georgia is just going to completely just shut down Baylor and make Baylor look very human-like and like a team that shouldn't even have been considered for the playoff spot because they're really they're really not that quality of a program. Georgia's going to go out. They're going to they're just going to blow out Baylor in my opinion. I think they're going to win like 45-14. I think it's going to be just um, somebody's going to have to call the cost because it's going to be there's going to be a murder down there. I just don't. I don't see Baylor winning this game at all. And as I mentioned, we were saving the two the two biggest games, I guess you could say, uh, for the ending right here, the playoffs right now. So for the first playoff game, we got Clemson-Ohio State. Um, number two against number three. I got Clemson. I got the Tigers going on. Win this game, baby. Let's go Clemson, right? Go Tigers right now. But in all, in all honesty, they're going to go on. They're going to beat Ohio State. You know, Justin Fields just reported that he's 75%. His knees not going to be as mobile as he wants to be. That's a huge issue with Clemson's crazy good defense they're great secondary they're you know allowing their their defense line is already good to, be able to get get to the quarterback their isaiah simmons of the world their xavier thomas is of the world be able to get to the quarterback they're gonna just feel it's gonna his knees are allowing him to be mobile ohio state's offensive line is not anything special they're gonna be able to get to the quarterback get to it effectively and i just don't think ohio state's offense will stand a chance the only way is that they established a the run with jk dobbins but as i mentioned Clemson's defense is gonna be—they're just gonna be stopping them very easily. Isaiah Simmons is gonna be in the backfield blowing up the plays. J.K. And Master Teague—I don't think they're gonna be able to do anything, anything good to Clemson's defense. You know, at the end of the day, I, I believe that this game should be closer than what I think it is. I think Clemson's just gonna go out and they're gonna go out and they're gonna just absolutely destroy Ohio State because Ohio State's not gonna have that—that—that. Um, that, that, that firepower of a of a team where they're they're gonna have a quarterback that's mobile and move around. You know, Ryan Day's a first time head coach. He's going against one of the best with Dabo Sweeney. I just don't think Ohio State's gonna go out and be able to win this game. I think it's they're not healthy. They're not healthy enough. A seventy five percent just the fields is not considered healthy enough in my opinion for for them to go on and win this game. Um I just I just believe that Clemson's defense is just like I said, one of the best defenses in the game, and they're gonna go on and they're gonna beat Ohio State. You know, when you look at Ohio State, who's on their defense? You know, I, you know, you have the, you know, our nets, the waves, um, Akuda, Chase Young, right? The Fuller, they have a great defense, a phenomenal defense. That's who's on their defense. But if you look at it, Clemson's offense is just so good. There's so there's so much firepower with Justin, uh, Justin Ross. You know, do you have um, T. Higgins, Travis Etienne. Trevor Lawrence they're gonna go on they're all healthy, you know as much as I love Ohio State's defense They have some great players. They're honestly not even healthy enough to be able to stop this team You know chase young has looked very very mediocre in the past past few games Throw a double team on him and he's child he's done. You can't you can't do anything to you guys so I think Clemson's offense is just gonna go on their defense is gonna be able to stop Ohio State's offense very easily just because of how important Justin Fields is to the game and how he's only 75%. He's not going to be as mobile, and that's going to hurt Ohio State in a lot of ways. They're going to be able to shut them down. And then on top of that, um, with Ohio State and their offense being shut down by Clemson's defense, I think Clemson's going to be getting the ball a lot more. And I think their offense is honestly going to wear out Ohio State's defense since they are tired. They are hurt and they are a quality defense But I think that just with all of Clemson's firepower and all the players to have on their team on offense They're gonna be able to handle Ohio State. I think it might be close to start But I think honestly, it's gonna be another blowout. I think is going to go out and blow out um, Ohio State next game we, the last game of the bowl games we got coming up is LSU and Oklahoma man Average Joe ain't an average Joe anymore. Joe Burrow, my man, he's gonna. Go, I think he's gonna. He's gonna go off. He's gonna go and he's gonna be able to beat Oklahoma very easily. Um, there's been a lot of trash talk in recent days. I like I said, I think LSU. You know, they had their 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 defense is trained. They are a smart, talented, talented defense, and they're going to go on and they're going to be able to beat Oklahoma. In my opinion, um, this defense is going to be the reason why they win. I think LSU's defense is going to be the reason why they win. I think that. You know, Grant Delpit, Clayvon Traceon, they're gonna Christian Fulton, they're gonna be able to turn up, they're gonna turn on to another level and say, you know what? Let's go out, let's go win this game, and they're gonna go out and that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna go and win that game, they're gonna shut down Jalen Hurts, they're gonna shut down this offense of Oklahoma. And I, I believe that Oklahoma's defense, in my opinion, I don't I don't have this weird feeling that they're gonna go on, and they're gonna be able to stop LSU's offense for a little bit, but just not for long enough. They're gonna stop him for just enough time for Oklahoma's offense to try, have an opportunity to try to go out and win this game for them, but they're not gonna be able to. I think that, like I said, LSU's defense, the whole reason why they're going to win this game, they're going to stop them for the first quarter or so, really stop Oklahoma. And then, just like I think Oklahoma's defense and all these game plans that they're talking about having, might be able to stop LSU's offense. But I think that once that first quarter gets over with, once once they get adjusted to the defense, LSU's offense is going to be able to power through and really just destroy Oklahoma's defense uh, more so than Oklahoma's offense will be able to go out and destroy LSU's defense. So I, I believe that LSU wins this game, and they're gonna go out. Joe Burrow is gonna have a have himself a game, uh, despite missing their, their running back. Um, it might prevent them at first, but Oklahoma or Oklahoma, I mean LSU's offense is really just gonna go out. They're gonna win this game for them, and you're gonna have Joe Burrow. You're gonna have Jamar Chase on Justin Jefferson. Really, just go out and win the games for LSU. So that's those are my predictions. This who I think's gonna win, and so I, remember, Clemson. Over Ohio State because because of the defense and the health of Justin Fields. All right, I, it all comes down to Ohio State. Justin Fields not fully healthy. Clemson's defense gonna be able to destroy Justin Fields, allowing for everything else to open up. Clemson's gonna win this game. Next up, LSU Oklahoma. LSU Oklahoma I think they're both gonna have great defensive plans for one another But I think that LSU's defense is so much more talented than Oklahoma's defense That the plans are gonna work a lot better for LSU Especially for a long period of time All for LSU to be able to stop Oklahoma's defense more or offense more times than Oklahoma's defense will be able to stop LSU's offense And then just with the Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator having all these great plans for Joe Burrow I think that uh, Joe Burrow and LSU's offense is gonna really take off throw the deep ball at Justin Jefferson, throw the deep ball at Jamari, Jam- uh, Jamari Chase, and just win the game. So that's who I have winning the bowl games, all 24, 24-0. If you want to bet your money on them, bet your money on them for sure because this is all going to happen. But those are the bowl games, and like I said. But today joining us on the uh, Game Ball Podcast, we have Nazir Stackhouse, who's a four-star commit, who just recently signed with the University of Georgia. Thank you for joining us, Nazir. How are you, man? i good, i good that's awesome! Uh, congratulations on signing. That must have been a huge experience. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, of course. So, uh, so why did you start playing football in like the first place? Like really, it was like uh, just uh, it was really
1: just being so I didn't lose weight. Uh huh. And I, I was like six years old, and I kind of like didn't like my weight at all. So you know what, I to play football, you know we were really late. Uh huh. At six, you know we uh, started getting really good at until. Really, the age of eight, and then I started um, seeing that I was
0: really good, so I was kind of pursuing it. Oh wow! For the, age the game. So uh, you said, like, when I eight, you saw that you're like kind of doing well. Is that like when you really realized that you had like a special talent and that you could like go do something with it?
1: Yeah. At first, at first, it was my mother telling me she was like, "I had a really good time. I was blessed to play the game. Like God definitely needed a body to play the game." Mm-hmm. And so I I accepted it, and I was like, you know what? She's, like... I've not played the game, so I've been playing it for a long time, and you know, good all the time, got to meet new people, you know, got trained by, new coaches coaching, stuff right? Uh-huh.
0: So, yeah, it was a blessing. Um, so, do you think that you're, like, your mom really, like, was the main, like, she really encouraged you and, like, helped motivate you, or did you have, like, other people that were, like, big it factors was, in pushing it my you? Mother,
1: it was my mother, and it was my first, my first ever coach to coach me, her name named Alexander Wilson. Uh-huh, sure um,
0: that's very cool, um, do you, like, try to model your game, maybe after somebody in particular?
1: Hmm?
0: I said, do you try to, like, model your game, like, how you play after, like, after, like, a player in particular, or do you just want to be, to be, like, the first Nazir Stackhouse, you know? Uh, actually,
1: yeah, actually, um, yeah, model model my game, so, so like, basically, I was, like, you know, like, I really want to, like, just make sure that I can really keep, Keeping myself motivated during the game or throughout the game, and you know, stay in focus, uh, keep your composure, using good technique and stuff like that. Um, make sure that I follow, you know, all the rules that I'm, I was taught uh-huh. uh, while in the game. And so, you know, and it, and it helps me, it helps me keep stay
0: focused in the game. When I'm focusing the game, I'm really, Yeah, like, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm proud of you. So, um, I guess your senior year of high school just kind of wrapped up. So, what do you think? Like, do you have like a play or maybe just a memory? of during a game that's just always going to stick with you forever?
1: Oh, so we're playing Cal uh, in the second round. We a, no, well, first round, I think. And uh, we're down, actually, a touchdown. And so um, and they're, they're going to kick a field goal. They're going to kick a field goal. We stopped them in inside the 20, but they stand for a hero. Coach sets me up, right, like, right next to the center. So I'm in front of the center. I speak to the side at the last second. He snapped the ball. And I rush through, through the guard. He falls his back, <laughs> and I hit, and I just put my hand up for one second. I, I hit the ball, and the ball was the ball was hit well enough for it to, for
0: it to you know fall into the hands of one
1: of my teammates.
0: Oh players. wow, That's... So teammates, and he and he scores like an 82 yard touchdown. Wow, that is that is amazing. That's pretty crazy yeah, so, stuff, right that there. Was
1: really good. <laughs> and, um, I, and I love that.
0: Uh, no, what you saying? No, but I love that uh,
1: how I impacted that.
0: It's yeah. Good the momentum of the game. Yeah. That that is that is crazy. That's a wild play right there. That's like something out of Madden almost. Um, mm-hmm. so as you know, again, like your high school career is wrapping up. You know, what do you think you've been able to improve on the most in your game from maybe freshman year to senior year? Really, um,
1: really, my hands, by the hands, using my hands like in the game. Usually, um, in a game, I'm more, i controlling. And what I mean by controlling means that getting you know, real good leverage from offensive, offensive. Uh, so I want to use my hands more, so I won't spend more time, spend more time, you know, uh, playing around with offensive line, of and you know, uh, basically, basically what I'm trying to say is, if I'm more, if I'm more engaged with my opponent, uh-huh. meaning my offensive lineman, then it means I'm getting blocked as, as I'm being engaged with them. So yeah, I yeah. want to, use, I want to develop violent hands more, so I can just get in the backfield any time I want yeah. so if I'm engaged with my opponent. I'm, I'm actually blocking myself, so, oh. you know, so grabbing hands is one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm working on right
0: yeah, now. So. That's actually really cool, yeah, I never really thought about it like that, that's actually pretty interesting stuff. Um, yeah. so, I right, this, I'm assuming I already know the answer to this, but have you ever been, like, pancakes blocked before? Has somebody ever just, like, laid you out on me?
1: So basically, that's a good question, so, um, my whole time in high school, i big pancake
0: twice. Really? Really? We pancake twice, yeah. Well, now I'm not going to say twice, three times. Three times. I, I can count every single one. <laughs> I
1: remember every single one. So, the first pancake block, um, I was in, oh, yeah, the first pancake block, I played in sophomore high school. Oh, well, so, yeah, the sophomore, and we were playing Cedar Grove High School. This is before Cedar Grove got any other championships. Uh. So, yeah, so I played, we were playing Cedar Grove High School. And and I'm lined up, i lined up head up in front of the Noah's guard, and so and it was actually at one place. So I lined up in front of the nose guard, and I engaged the nose guard, and the guard actually came and held us arm, just a little bit, you know, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. so I reached I tried to reach my arm out to grab the running back, you know, and, then, you know, down, and I losing my balance.
0: I'm light on my back. Oh, my back. Oh, oh, gosh. It
1: was, and, and the worst thing about it, he was laying on me afterwards.
0: Oh, that's yeah, really. Just...
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's just only, that's just one. You want me to, uh, you want me to tell you
0: the other? Students? I mean, hey, if you think they're worth telling, go for it, of course.
1: Okay, so, uh, second time <laughs> I got, second time I got is we're playing, so we're playing this school card in, uh, early, early county high school. It's in, I think it's in, oh yeah, it's in Alabama. So we're playing early county high school, and we're, I'm going up the field, and this is actually a pass for so me. Uh-huh. I'm going up field, and, uh. I engaged, like I said, I engaged in one of my buckets and he was throwing, I knew he was throwing a slant because they had, two, they had two wide outs on the same side, so I just knew the slant was on. One slant, just going one comes across, so I, I jump up to try to hit the ball, and I get again. <laughs> and the kids really slammed on my back. <laughs> that's basically a bad day, so I got slammed on my back.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, yeah, so that's just one, and the last one, was just recently, we just recently, and we're playing Kale, the same school. Like I just told you, I uh, was playing Kale, Kale High School. Yeah. And, I, I, and this run play, a wide out, it was a, actually a sweep. And so I'm chasing the sweep, and I got pancaked by the, the pulling guard.
0: Really? That like, it, 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 it actually that's, yeah. A, yeah. that's pretty impressive. I and mean, you are a big guy. And you no, know, which one? Which one do you think in your mind was like? I don't know if it's necessarily embarrassing, but like, do you think mm-hmm. it was just like the the one that caught you off? The uh, the most off guard when it happened.
1: Caught off guard, the last one <laughs> when I was chasing the sweep. <laughs> yeah, he caught me off guard. I right. actually didn't see him coming.
0: Uh-huh. He
1: really like it's like a blind by it. My legs have been there I was that like, well. <laughs> yeah, that one caught me off guard. Uh. It shocked me yeah.
0: out wow. That's that's yeah. crazy. Um, so when you're not playing football, like what do you like to do, you know, outside of that?
1: So so, so basically one one particular thing that you know that's what have to do going off season is like train. My uh-huh. body's like, you know, prepared for the next level or I'm going to the next season. So right now, that's what I'm doing. I'm training not too hard, but I'm training to a certain amount or certain max. So, you know, keep my body in shape and not out of shape. Uh, stay a certain weight. So I like to, you know, work out. Well, not work out, but train with my trainers. Uh-huh. i here now. And I do track and field. So Oh, really? Never... Yeah, I do track and field. This will be my last year doing track and field. Uh, I've, I've been playing track and field since 8th uh, grade, so, well, 7th grade actually. So, then, so yeah, I'll do track and field, I'll do shot i do distance. Oh,
0: wow, that's, uh, that's really cool. State,
1: I went to State two years ago, and I came in fourth, and disc shot, but I never came, I didn't play stuff. So, uh, distance, i real, you know, real-time into that. Huh. Uh, my PR is at 136, so yeah, so, yeah, I'll do distance and shot but And whenever a coach wants me to run any, any, like any event that I running, like 100 or 200, or, or uh, four by one, four by two, and if he has an open spot, then uh, I'll always, you know, I always take
0: the spot in the volunteer field, field. Oh, that's I'll, really, that's I'll really cool. From there and, uh, yeah. Um, I in the field. so yeah, so I, I actually had somebody on here um on one of my previous interviews, and he said like he played lacrosse to help stay in shape for football. You know, do you, do you mm-hmm. just do track and field like stay in shape for football, or do you just?
1: Yeah, I do. I do track and field to stay in shape. Stay active, you know. when You lay around, yeah. gain
0: weight. Yeah, gain sure. weight. Then it's hard to get it. It's hard to lose it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so being a four-star recruit, uh, what what's just the whole recruiting process like?
1: It's different. It's real different, uh, especially when you committed real early. Uh-huh. And I knew I knew exactly what I was doing when I committed my ninth grade year. So, my yeah, my ninth grade, I knew exactly what it was going to happen. And so it's, it's going to be real. it's really different. So, what I mean by that, you have, you know, colleges left and right, you have, you sometimes, sometimes influence, you can get influence, sometimes you'll feel influence, like, oh, I don't know, maybe I want to go here, but oh, maybe I want to mm-hmm. go there. And so you have, it plays with your mind a little bit. The recruiter actually plays with your mind. Yeah. Like I, I agree said, you're committed. So, and it's actually probably, probably the most hardest decisions and the most accurate at the same time, but you have to make, Good decision, do I do
0: that? Yeah, and
1: uh, you get to meet a lot of new people, you get to meet a lot of new reporters like you yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to meet you're not reporters, but you know, journalists, you know, you know, yeah, you yeah. Know, and it's
0: good.
1: But so this, and then you get to meet your coaches, and then sometimes you don't even think like you know, you talk to yourself, and you think to yourself, your parents will always tell you, you know, do your research, or do your research about school, you can do your research about school and stuff like that. My mom always told me, she said go to go to a college where you'll be more taken care of with people that really care about you. Yeah, for sure. And people that really have people that really have interest in your heart. Yeah. So, so and so they should always say go to a college where you really, really want to you know, major and so like that has a really good big major. And Georgia actually has a big uh um, it, it has a you know decent engineering engineering pro- program but at the same time, if it's small or big, I know that I can produce as I can produce good and you know Learned
0: a lot, yeah, you know sure. What I mean? So, do you I think?
1: Know
0: career, so. Yeah. Um, so, do you think those are like some like the main reasons why you decided to commit to Georgia so early?
1: That was actually not a reason ah. because I never really won. So basically, the engineering, you know, the school side was not really a reason why I committed. Yeah. It was more of the team because either, it, it either matter. It doesn't matter what school I go to. I know that I can always you know do well in those schools. Yeah. It doesn't matter what how many professors they have. How many tutors they have. They could probably have the best, you know, the best professors in the world, something like that, or the worst professors in the world. I know that I can do really good in these schools. So it was really never the school part. It was more of the the athletic and the fan base and, you know, the dynamics of the sport, of football itself, and how much support that they fans put in the for UGA itself. And like, what I mean by that is, like, when Georgia played Georgia Tech, the stadium was 80% Georgia Yeah, yeah. And I was, yeah, 80% Georgia fans. It's, it's basically support that you get from the fans and, you know, and from the coaches, the coach staff, the, the the trainers, you know, the nutritionalists. It's just the support you get from the, the coaches. And if you needed help in school, then, yeah, make sure you get that type of help in school. That's why I wasn't really looking at the school part, because if a player was struggling in school, then, the coaches will, will find a way. The head coach will find a way for you to get better. Yeah, so it wasn't really the school part.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. So, I mean, did you not uh, find that like that type of um, fan base and all that with like other colleges, like LSU or Ohio State, that were recruiting you? Oh no, that
1: actually did. It is that it is that because I'm in because I'm home and because being in state, you get that much support. Uh huh. And like, would you going out of state? No, I'm, would you going out of state to another college? you wouldn't get that much support as you would staying at home. they like, oh, yeah, he went to, like, like, for instance, I'll go to Georgia. They're like, oh, yeah, he went to the Cater. He's from Georgia. He's a Georgia boy. right
0: uh, like, that makes sense.
1: Compared to, compared to me going to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, They're would like, oh, he's a Georgia boy. But yeah, yeah. he, he has to prove himself to us. He has that, to prove
0: himself to us. That makes sense. That makes sense then. Um, so I saw that the original like defensive line coach I was recruiting you actually went to Tennessee. Did that, like, ever yeah. help, like, did that ever – Make you change your mind necessarily, on, like rethink it, Georgia. maybe
1: it, it it actually maybe at first it had they had me at first, and I had to open my eyes. I had to really like stop myself because Rocker is a great coach. That's that's hands uh-huh. down. Cause Rocker is a great coach, and he's recruited me since ninth grade. He's been with me like the whole time. But and Rocker was it Rocker being a great coach? He's actually a great influencer. So the over and talked to me at home and stuff like that. Yeah, he had me for a minute, <laughs> but then I had to really think to myself. I'm like, go where you want to go. Don't go where people think you want to go. Don't go where people think that you need to go. Go where you want. Go where your heart is. And so I had to stop myself. I know Grapper is a good coach, but if he was that good enough, he would stay at Georgia. Yeah. And and and, plus, and that's another reason. Another reason why I think to Tennessee because I want to win. I want to yeah. go to college. Like, my school is not really a winning school, but we're not really losing at the same time. But I yeah. want to go to college and, and you know keep the same you know the same energy that you had in high school. Like damn, we're losing every time. blah, Blah blah. If I so if I go to Tennessee I know that I'm gonna get beat by Armor, I'm gonna get beat by Georgia. going to get beat by, by, uh-huh. by Banala. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy how you it's crazy how you know how you know who you're gonna get beat by. So that's yeah, that's that's of one reason why I am you to go to the Tennessee side. And plus it's rock top.
0: I don't really like it. <laughs> I yeah. I mean yeah, Georgia does have an established culture. So um, Yeah. What do you what do you look forward to like maybe possibly improving the most throughout your college career?
1: You mean, like, recruiting?
0: Oh, no, like, to improve. Like, so when you go to Georgia and you play, like, what do you want to improve, like, in your game the most?
1: Basically, I want to improve my speed. know uh, I can get stronger. I want to improve my speed and my more and my technique. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because, uh, like, um, you know, like, less of us, not really a lot of us have that much, you know, like, training as players. Like, when, when, coming from the school I come to, when people say train, they're more of, you know, working out and running and stuff like that. Doing push-ups with lift weights and stuff like that. Anybody can do that. Any regular person can do that. Running with weights and uh-huh. do drills on the field. More. I want to get more into like using hands. You know, running around the wheel, using your hips more. Uh, uh, being more aware of of who's coming to block you. You know, engaging, getting getting more technical and you you know coming to like using hands. You know, chopping your feet real bad, Getting uh-huh. the feels of getting pressure on the quarterback. You know, uh. Fighting off blocks, fighting off double teams and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm looking more
0: to develop, uh, take them All right. into the uh block and taking to Georgia. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so have you had a, a chance to speak with any of the uh, players who are committing to Georgia and like attending there as freshmen next year?
1: What do you mean, like committing it or already? Here? Like already,
0: like signing with them, like that are in your recruiting class. Have you had a chance to speak with them? Uh, of course, them?
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> the top three, the top five, what top four, four, four. You have Carson Beck. Uh uh-huh. Both Carson back. me and Carson were cool. We went to opening together. So yeah, we got Carson back. You have Jalen, Jalen. Uh, what's Jalen Carter? Oh, uh, you have Warren Brinson. You have Jordan Burks, but he's not to be spots. Before your sign South Carolina. Yeah. Jordan Burks was going on So yeah, but yeah, I've got to talk to them, and you know, we're real anxious. So we're really excited to be there, and we're really excited to be a part of the program, knowing that we're going to be a big part, a big part of Georgia coming up and winning an natty, you know, so we're just, we preparing
0: ourselves to be and grind. Mm. Yeah, so speaking about the national championship, you know, Georgia's come up so close in the recent years, but just haven't been able to push it over the edge of winning it. Like, how can you and, you know, your current class help deliver a national championship to Georgia? We
1: can, we can help a lot. With us being, with us being a younger class, and with us being one of the best class to come through Georgia, is actually going to be a real big impact. Why? Because you have a lot of people. You have a lot of seniors there. You have a lot of juniors. And knowing that you have a lot of seniors and juniors, knowing that you have a 2020 class that is, that is, that, as, that is as athletic as the seniors and juniors were in high school. That's that's a good. That's a great feeling. That's a really good feeling because the seniors and juniors that were in high school they were real good. But their time is almost coming up. And you know that you have a great 2020 class coming in, and you have a real good game a game plan for them. Huh. And knowing what they need to do to get to a natty and get it at the championship, that's a great feeling. So that, we're really like going
0: heavy with that. Yeah, that's very cool. Do you think? Um, um, yeah. So, do you think that uh, you'll be able to? How many? How many national championships do you think will to help deliver? You know, do you want to put a number on that?
1: We do a lot. Every basically, us 2025. Yeah. the next four years, we will elite at the least able to deliver three championships
0: three championships all right we heard it here first, guys. including including sec
1: and f
0: all right all right guys we, we heard it here first three of them all right i'm expecting it i guess yes, sir. um so uh if you if people like didn't like they know you as a football player they've seen you play but like if you had to reflect if you had to tell people who you are as a person this is about your character you know how, yeah. how do you want to describe okay. yourself to them so
1: so basically a lot of people know me Yeah, uh, on the athletic side, you know, I'm on Twitter left and right. So they know me on the Twitter side. And, yeah, some that know me personally, the people that see me in person, they know that, you know, I'm actually a chill guy, chill. But at the same time, when it's time to play, things are different. Um, Yeah, and and a lot of people should know that uh, I'm highly aware of things, like different things, doesn't matter. Um, So they should know that I'm actually a chill guy. I like to have fun. I like to handle business. And I like to do my work, I like to read I like I like to do that type of stuff. Is it that the the rare things that you hear from the athlete that I don't really like give out to a lot of people because I feel as so though that they should know when they meet me in person. Then they'll know. But I give people the side that they deserve, which is the the athletic side and, and, and making big plays and the you know, the generous and the nice side. I don't give people the side that all oh, the mean side because I'm mean sometimes but I'm not. <laughs> mean to people that, they, that shouldn't be that shouldn't be mean, they shouldn't be mean too. I'm only mean when I'm on the field. Yeah, They're right. not going to see the mean side of me. They're not going to see the angry side of me. They're not going to see the arrogant side of me. Why? Because they don't deserve that uh, because I'm on the field doing that. You On the field, you'll see me a little bit arrogant. On the field, you'll see me a mean a lot. On uh-huh. the field, you'll see me something like crap. But you want to see me in person talking crap or being mean to someone like person. Why? Because I'm a cool guy on the shield. Like I say,
0: I like to have fun. So Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Well I, I appreciate you doing this, uh thank you. And uh you no know. problem,
1: There's no problem at all.
0: Yeah. Alright guys, so that was my man Azir Stackhouse. You know, you heard him you heard him. Uh he said he's gonna deliver three three championships to the University of Georgia. So we're gonna have to hold him accountable. We have the audio here, we have the tape, we have everything. You know, but as you heard he was a very he's a very nice guy, humble guy, great athlete. And we wish nothing but the success for him. And, you know, uh, this is my uh, Christmas episode, I guess you could say, coming out. So, Merry Christmas. And that was a little uh, extra Christmas present. You get to hear a great interview with a great guy who's going to be achieving great things in the future. Um, but thank you guys for listening. And as always, we're getting off the game ball today. And the game ball has to go to the Zero Stack House. Now, I know it's kind of getting, you know, you could say getting old, you know, giving up to all the people that have on the interview. But that was honestly if not one of the best, the best, any breeze I was able to do. Great guy, humble guy, um, and just a great athlete. We wish nothing but the success for him. So thank you guys for listening, and thank you for coming in and listening to the Game Ball Podcast. We're the host, Matt Simontia, and I look forward to having you back next week. Thank you.